This is Working Tech, where we talk about how tech can work harder so we can work better. Because hardly working isn't an option. So as someone that's built a number of tech platforms globally, I've, I've seen the evolution of the last 20 years from, you know, mobile was an exception to most strategies, uh, and now it's the rule. Hey, everybody, this is Kevin W. Grossman, creator and co-founder of the Working Tech Podcast and one of the co-hosts. Myself, along with co-founder and co-host Bill Bannum, welcome you to our new series where we'll talk about all things tech in the working world around us, including HR, recruiting, and related technologies. Our guests will include those who make the magic happen so we can all work better. Here's the thing. We all want access to our health insurance benefits and resources from the comfort of our favorite digital device anytime and anywhere to help us live longer, healthier, happier lives. League is the new digital alternative to traditional health insurance that connects employers and employees to a comprehensive network of health services and benefits, giving them unparalleled choice, convenience, and value. Enjoyed this conversation that my co-host Bill Bannum had with Mike Cerbenis, CEO and founder of League. Welcome to another episode of the Working Tech Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and today I am joined by Mike Sabina, CEO and founder at League. Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bill. Great to be here. So tell me, Mike, why League? Why was it founded and what key primary challenges does League address? So we founded League in 2014 with a vision for the future of healthcare. We were intrigued by this massive, massive industry that had been working a certain way for a long time and being serial entrepreneurs that have tackled many industries, we were just really curious as to you know, why this giant industry had seemingly lagged behind from a, from a technology and a modernization standpoint. And we had this vision that the future of healthcare would be more about the consumer, uh, more consumer-centric, more preventative. Uh, and it would likely be digital and always on. And so we started the company and we very quickly found out that the way that most people access healthcare is through their health benefits or their health insurance plans. And we learned from HR professionals around the country that they were just really dissatisfied with the traditional plans and the traditional experiences that they were offering to their employees. Costs continue to go up, yet the experience remained antiquated. Uh, largely paper, largely one size fits none, and largely an experience that had a very different um, set of objectives than what today's consumer was looking to solve that had to do more with just going to my dentist or you know ticking the box on a traditional plan, but instead uh, was looking to have a holistic view of their health and continually work on, on achieving their best their best health for their self. Now, tell me if you don't mind, how, how do you differentiate League from your competitors? And if I may be so bold, who are some of the competitors? The traditional offerings in the market are largely paper-based with you know, some, some web portals that look like they were built in the 90s or the 80s, uh, I guess probably the 90s, and largely with very rigid, you know, rigid plans offered to you by traditional brokers and we essentially, uh, we're of course, we're, uh, we're a broker ourselves and uh, what's called a third-party administrator, but we offer our, our own product experience uh, that is completely digital, digital first. 
So there is no paper, a part of the league experience. And that has to do with really every part of the service. And I'll talk about that, I'm sure. And it's completely focused on the consumer and helping the consumer achieve their health objectives. And that means that we provide a, a range of health and wellness services, things like health at work, bringing healthcare providers to your workplace, a health marketplace, which is like an on-demand uh, Amazon of, of healthcare services, providers, and products, things like health concierge. So it's really a, a night and day difference from a traditional plan. And we continue to evolve it and continue to build on it. We think we can build a category-defining experience for the future of health benefits. Who's your target audience, Mike? So tell me a bit about what those demographics look like and also what problems does League solve for them? So our primary audience is the employer and in particular um, the HR organization in that employer. And of course, that varies based on the size of employer. And when League first started, and many startups, many companies really start out this way, uh, they think they can only really help the small or small to medium-sized businesses. And of course, those businesses tend to have less sophisticated or smaller HR organizations. Some don't even have them. Uh, the CFO or the owner, uh, CEO can be the HR leader, if you will. And uh, of course, we've learned over time that we can actually serve larger and larger employers. And then you find that it's in particular a benefits and compensation type HR specialist that is the leader that we are going after. So from that person's perspective, the costs keep going up and the experience that they're providing to their employees is one that's dated and no longer fits those employees, which, as you know, are increasingly driven by the millennial cohort that has grown up mobile and, and digital, that has uh, a very different level of expectations than their parents did when it comes to what the, the deal is between their, their employer and themselves. And they also have a very different set of health expectations and health challenges like mental health, which today makes up the majority of long-term disability claims. So we provide that HR audience with a solution that is a modern solution that helps them with their employee experience and uh, delivering a competitive experience to attract and retain and engage employees. But also we help them uh, a solution that gives them more value for every dollar they spend on their benefits. Okay, so you've got this uh, millennial cohort coming towards you, a bit like the Dothraki on their on their horses coming across the plains in in Game of Thrones. These are the ideas that are coming to my mind as you say that. So you're very uh, you're very focused on on the future of work, of course. So how has social media and mobile use impacted your solution development and market strategy, so that you will be capturing this huge new audience as as the millennials continue to dominate the workforce? So as someone that's built a number of tech platforms globally, I've, I've seen the evolution of the last 20 years from, you know, mobile was an exception to most strategies, uh, and now it's the rule. We do everything with our mobile devices, um, from controlling our houses, uh, temperature, to uh, ordering up a cab, to staying in touch with our best friends and getting the latest uh, joke or 
Game of Thrones meme uh, from from you know the most recent episode or leaked episode. And so so with that comes not only you know an app and and a change of how you deliver service, but frankly it comes with different expectations of always on and instant come with mobile. And so in my case today, when I hurt my knee uh, coming from uh, volleyball last night, instead of trying to get an appointment with my doc the old-fashioned way, I just hit up the league health concierge over chat uh, and very quickly got some advice about what to do next. And that's just one example of how it's not just about building an app, but changing the, the, the workflows, if you will, to give people what they need from uh, their overall expectations. So instant, always on, personalized, and it comes with this digital and mobile first set of expectations. Yes, listeners, we've just got to give extra kudos to Mike today for uh, for crawling towards the, the working tech interview despite his injury. So, Mike, um, thank you again for <laughs> managing to make it today. Uh, so, League aims to help employees live happier, healthier, and more productive lives. What, what's the tech behind League which makes this happen? So, I, I often joke that compared to my previous companies, um, uh, you know, League is far more complex and it made everything that I looked uh, that I did before look really easy. We've built this digital platform centered on that end consumer, bring them with their health in a completely integrated one-stop shop. You know, today we happen to have B12 intravenous uh, services here at the office. Um, you could just sign up for that through the app if that's for you and that's something that's recommended for you or you're interested in. There is a health marketplace of rated, reviewed, curated local uh, service providers, products, digital uh, health services um, that you can access and that we will recommend to you, health content, a health concierge, which was I, I was mentioning earlier, and uh, spending accounts that allow you the flexibility and choice to choose uh, services which will achieve that mission, empowering you to live happier, healthier uh, and certainly more productive lives, and all of this at the touch of you know your fingertips in one place versus eighteen different systems provided by your company makes it pretty easy and convenient and instant and you 're not wasting any time trying to get an appointment or trying to get advice or just not doing anything about something that um, well today may be a small issue but over time could become a chronic health condition that then has more costs and more uh, impact to your ability to be productive, uh, happy and healthy. Uh, we like to think that a lot of the working tech audience are earlier adopters and uh, very tech uh, savvy and, uh, and, and enthusiastic about technologies. But for those folk out there who are still a bit skeptical, what would you say to them in terms of why do companies and employees need a digital alternative to traditional health insurance options? Yeah, so as an entrepreneur, you, you uh, get used to skeptical and you get used to uh, 100 no's uh, before you get a yes. And uh, one of the things we often run into is the, I'm just looking to spend less. I don't really care about my employees. Uh, I'm just looking to spend less. And generally what we've learned is, you know, that customer is not the ideal customer for us. What we offer in our, our digital experience and our, our plan design. So it's not only that we've built this you know, awesome digital experience that I've described that's centered on the end user or the end consumer, but it's a plan design 
that gets you more value for every dollar spent. Do that by leveraging healthcare spending accounts, which are defined contribution products. And they're called different names in different countries, healthcare reimbursement arrangements or FSAs, uh, flexible spending accounts, HSAs in Canada. Do that, you essentially you essentially take the the economic equation and instead of one dollar turning into about sixty cents for the end employee employee, one dollar turns into a bigger number, usually around you know eighty to eighty five cents. So we can, with an experience like ours, empower that consumer or that end user to to do more with their plan, and uh, essentially the costs are typically the same. Um, sometimes they're a little bit better and you certainly get more value for your money. But for the employer that's just looking to save a ton of money because they don't like their current broker and they don't really care about their employees and they certainly don't care about wellness, you know, we're not for them. So you were the creator of the hugely successful Kobo and DocSpace. What does this level of notoriety and success from the top bring to the rest of the league team? And uh, I know this is a difficult question for you to answer, so please don't be shy. I, I, I guess what I'm asking you here is, how, how can that level of achievement from the very top filter down and motivate your, the rest of the team? So I'll give you two answers. The, the first is my honest and internal answer, which maybe I shouldn't share, share, but I will anyway. You know, I was the kid that won a trophy and, you know, it showed up on the mantle for a day, but then it went in the closet the next day. So I kind of think that the answer, my, my internal answer is, well, really nothing. This is a different time. The market is different. I'm different. Uh, the competitors are different. The industry is different. But if I were to ask uh, everyone around me and I would ask uh, you know, our investors and advisors, people that are, are really supporting us, uh, I think the answer is you, know, uh, you build a playbook over time. And you've seen the highs and the lows, and you know how to you know you know how to get through them. Certainly, certainly, a lot of people are inspired by that, and I think that's that's great. I I, I don't I don't know that I spend a ton of time intentionally doing that, but I think I think that kind of comes with a territory. So you get playbook from experience. You get uh, the inspiration of just seeing it you know, just seeing it happen, right? Like this, we just had our company, uh, annual company uh, event uh, a day, two days ago. And, you know, the company is seven times bigger than it was last year. Uh, and so uh, some of that previous experience, and of course, being a part of it is, is certainly motivating and inspiring. And the other thing you get is just a massive network, uh, which depending on the industry is super valuable. In this case, you know, knowing uh, a ton of the Fortune 1000 uh, CEOs and or board members or, uh, you know, investors and key investors uh, across the country and, and, you know, Europe and Asia and the Middle East, that's, that's invaluable, right? I don't struggle with the list of who and who are the investors that we should go talk to or, how can we move a, a deal along with a particular company? Because chances are, I either know through one degree of separation or um, you know two degrees of separation the CEO or the board member or the investor, and that can be very valuable. And you know, lesson from many years of doing this that if you want to get something done, you often more quickly uh, and more effectively can just go right to the top. So I think that's a bit of a superpower. Okay, so you're kind of like the Kevin Bacon of the tech space. <laughs>
<laughs> Good reference. Good reference. <laughs> okay, so now uh, tell me, who are your key partners and how do they help you help your customers? We have a, a number of categories of partners, right? This is, a, this is a, an end-to-end platform. We touch health providers. We, of course, touch companies that support the enterprise and our key audience in the enterprise, that HR and finance uh, organization. We have partners who are carriers, uh, insurance carriers that underwrite the risk in our, in our plans. So let me talk about the first one, the health providers. We have a massive network uh, of thousands of providers by region, uh, by city, by market that, you know, tackle all types of health services and uh, products, et cetera. And we provide them a platform that they can use for free that gives them access to our network of employers and, and their employees. And we give them direct payment, digital payment, uh, CRM, secure HIPAA, compliant messaging, the ability to list their products and promote themselves, really a range of tools that they can use as much of or as little of as possible. So it's a huge value. It's free to them. And generally, it brings them uh, new customers, a better experience with their existing customers, and the ability to grow their businesses. In terms of partners in the enterprise, you know, the simplest example I would give is HRIS providers, you know, Bamboo HR would be a great example. And we add value and, of course, help cement, uh, you know, their solution in place. Uh, but we, more importantly, make it a lot easier for the HR organization uh, to deploy benefits, uh, benefits uh, programs like, like ours or, frankly, any benefits program. And then on the carrier side, uh, we partner with a select number of carriers by region. And, you know, we essentially create this digital experience on top of that un- underlying financial instrument, the, the insurance, you know, uh, risk-based product. And they view us as uh, a partner because, you know, we're this new channel to them and we're a, a new modern product that they know that their customers want. And we look like a much faster way to bring that product to market than them building it themselves or buying pieces and integrating those pieces together. So I know a complex answer, but a range of different partners, as this is a is a certainly a multi-headed, multi-headed beast. And we'll see that other partners will emerge, like the largest consulting houses, for example, uh, the Aeons and the Mercers that we're working with on a number of larger enterprise accounts view us as a product that their customers want. And so they need to get to know us and we want to get to know them. Okay. So you're growing uh, seven times more employees. I think you mentioned earlier than this time last year. So you must have lots of uh, solution updates coming to league. Uh, Tell us a bit about those. How are you keeping your tech working hard? Yeah. So there's uh, there's a ton going on on the platform and, you know, it serves a few different constituents. Certainly for that HR employer champion, providing continued integration with different systems that they uh, are using, HRIS or various management systems, just to make the management of benefits uh, and the management of their overall employee offerings you know, seamless and without frustration. Uh, that's a part of uh, what we're doing for them. New products, so new health plans and 
new carrier partners to introduce even more competitive offerings, and then continued uh, continued uh, insights uh, that we can provide them uh, about their workforce and things that they can do to improve employee uh, engagement and and satisfaction. Of course, overall employee for the end user or the end member of a plan. You know, we're doing things to bolster the, the digital wallet that is a part of the league uh, to you know support new ways of using that uh, health co- coverage and just making it easier to understand. That's a, a challenge for most end users that typically lands on HR's desk first before it makes its way to an insurance carrier 1-800 number. And so we're making that wallet uh, more powerful and more easy to, to use and understand. Because we're expanding, plans to expand into new markets. Uh, we need to support new languages. And because we see a, an amazing appetite for uh, our marketplace, we continue to invest in new ways for health providers and, um, and uh, you know, overall health services to participate in our marketplace. Uh, so, of course, you can demand, you can book services or buy services that are digital memberships or services that you can go in and, you know, see whether it's a simple case of a, of a medic screening uh, offering. And we're continuing to build that marketplace and how you can leverage it and how you can pay and delivering more in the way of discounts and value to the end, the end consumer. And then, of course, there's all sorts of back office stuff, which I won't bore you with, but does make the day-to-day life of our end users more, more seamless, uh, giving them more easy ways to pay instantly, for example, uh, and um, more ways to get good content and recommendations that are personalized for them based on machine learning. So really, there's a very robust roadmap for our customers in the future. So I was watching a Tech Toronto talk that you gave, and uh, in it you mentioned that there are lots of uh, innovate and innovation-related events out there at the moment, Mike. So why did you guys choose to get involved with the Innovate Work Toronto uh, event, which happened in August 2017? Yeah, so there are there are an endless number of events to participate in, and you know. Having having built a bunch of companies and now building League, uh, there's a bit of a mutual admiration society out there, which gets uh, gets me and others invited to these events all the time. I think what's different uh, about Innovate uh, Work TO and and why we decided to get involved is pretty simple. Uh, we believe that the employee experience can be vastly improved, and of course, health is right in the center of that. And Innovate Work TO completely, I mean, their events and programming completely involves uh, and, and supports our, our thinking. It's, it's just a natural fit. Yes, listeners, that was a shameless plug for Innovate Work. Kevin and I are both heavily involved with the organization of the events. And uh, we're, we're, <laughs> we, we, we always like to get an opportunity from awesome thought leaders to hear why they like it. Uh, but I'll move on from that now. Uh, we're actually <laughs> coming to the end of this particular uh, interview before before we wrap things up here, just a last couple of questions for you, Mike. Firstly, a bit of a silly one that we like to ask in the working tech interview. Obviously, you and your team have been working really hard, but what exactly are you doing when you're hardly working? <laughs> so my answer to that question would historically have been, uh, you know, a ton of sports. Wake surfing is something I do a lot of. Beach volleyball uh, is something that I do a lot of, although I may have to modify 
based on last night's injury. But these days, uh, you know, I've got a young family and uh, I spend a ton of time with them. And I figure, uh, not that I figure, I find that regardless of uh, the challenges that are going on in the continual ups and downs of, of a startup, spending time with a five-year-old is like the great equalizer. And, uh, you know, nothing else uh, seems to matter when, um, when you're spending time with, uh, with your loved ones. So, you know, it's, if I, if I kind of break that down a bit, I mean, it's really about managing, managing stress, which I think is, we'll look back and people already say this, but we'll, and we'll look back 10, 20 years from now and we'll say that, you know, stress uh, and the mental health challenges that come from it are the cancer of this generation. And so, you know, I, I never thought I would be doing this, but I spent a lot of time uh, meditating to, uh, these days, which all kinds of great, uh, you know, tools and providers out there and apps that help you with it. And, um, and so I like to, uh, I like to do that. And of course, I love to have fun. And we just had our team, our team's big annual party, which uh, I think, I think it's possible. And I think it did it. It redefined uh, what fun looks like in the middle of a hurricane. So, um, so that's what I love to do. Thank you very much. And just finally, Mike, how can our listeners learn more about you and learn more about League? So they should learn more about League. That's more, more important than learning about me. But um, they can check out uh, uh, www.league.com. And, of course, uh, we've got an awesome blog at league.com slash blog. And uh, there are a ton of events that we participate in, um, uh, including our favorites, uh, Innovate Work TO, but um, a range of other ones that are coming up this fall, like uh, the Waterloo Innovation Summit and uh, just a ton of others. So to recap there, uh, Innovate Work Toronto and some others as well. Okay, great. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, that just leaves me to say thank you for being our guest today. Thank you very much. We'll be back with more Working Tech soon. Until then, be good and work better. Brought to you by ReachWest Media and the HR Gazette. Hey, everybody. This is Kevin W. Grossman, creator and co-founder of the Working Tech Podcast. For those keeping score at home, I just wanted to let you know that there will be sponsorship, advertising, and licensing opportunities coming soon for Working Tech. Stay tuned. Working Tech rocks. Because hardly working. Say it again. Because hardly working. One more time. Because hardly working. Because we know. Say because hardly working isn't an option. Because hardly working isn't an option.